of the gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this ride to explain it to time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch Welcome to another Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host. Craig James. This is another show, I should say. I hope you guys are having a great day. Yes, we're very close to Turkey Day. It is coming up. Our Thanksgiving holiday is just around the corner, but we are still here with you this week, all the way up till Wednesday. Uh, Of course, I will be out of the uh, studio Thursday and Friday, so we'll be back Monday after that. But I'll be here today and tomorrow, so you guys have that to look forward to. And, uh, Other than that, though, we're going to be listening to some interesting stories and clips today, reading about some very fascinating things happening all around the world. You know, there's a lot that we can gain from seeing what's happening all around us, and today we're going to dive into that and uh, explore some of these big stories that have been breaking across the country and the world Federal Appeals Court panel blasting Judge Chutkin and signaling that it will narrow Trump's unconstitutional gag order. Yes, this just came down the other day. Federal judges on the D.C. Appeals Court have gone against Tanya Chutkin, the liberal judge overseeing Trump's case in D.C. after she had issued a gag order against him. The judge was quoted as saying, quote, He has to speak mismanners while everyone else is throwing targets at him, Judge Patricia Millett, an Obama appointee, said. Quote, it would be really hard in a debate when everyone else is going at you full bore. Your attorneys would have to have have scripted little things you can say. Quote, we certainly want to make sure that the criminal trial process and its integrity and its truth-finding function are protected, but... We ought to use a careful scalpel here and not step into really sort of skewing the political arena, Judge Patricia Millett added. <clears throat> and, and just the idea that we have Obama judges even realizing how insane the orders are against Trump with, with regard to these gag orders, it is uh, telling us exactly where we're at today. So I thought that was an interesting uh, place to begin because it does – Uh, speak exactly to where we're at now it also speaks to where we're at when we look at judge Angoron, who's the judge overseeing the case that trump is facing in new york city where you have Angoron's co-judge law clerk allison greenfield attending anti-trump events endorsing biden and tish james and spurred on by impeachment leader dan goldman so you can't make this stuff up Letitia James is, of course, the uh, racist district attorney who is who has been seen on video dancing through the streets with Chuck Schumer. She's been caught on tape saying uh, wildly racist things. I'll play one clip. This is the person, by the way, overseeing Trump's prosecution in New York City. And I, I have to play this clip 
because it tells you exactly who these people are. Listen to this. And this together now. And so we've got to stand up to the federal government. We've got to stand up to bullies. We've got to stand up to an, an administration which is too male, too pale, and too stale. yourself there folks too male too pale too stale is how she describes uh i guess everybody who's not her or against her liberal causes and uh that's just indicative of the racism of the left you know it's coupled with the racism of low expectation and then on top of it you just have overt racism like that so you just have this conflagration of incredibly racist deranged unhinged lunatics like letitia james who i mean like it, of course this doesn't translate to radio but i mean i'm looking at a, a freeze frame of her in this video and it looks like she's demonically possessed that that's what it looks like now i'm not saying that i know for a fact that she is but i do say that the the way that she looks the the i've said this before it's it's a look people have where they have these dead eyes with nothing behind them. And, you know, to get up and say these kind of things, you would have to be possessed by some kind of dark force. You have to be truly evil, in my opinion, to say these things with a straight face and think it's okay. But, of course, we should be used to that because this has become par for the course with how these people operate. And in the, in the case now that she's bringing against Trump in New York... We're getting more information about Allison Greenfield, who's the law clerk to Judge Arthur and Gorin. According to a report, they've been or she's recently been involved with leading anti-Trump organizations in New York City, and has even been caught on camera attending the fall event of a group called the Grand Street Democrats in October 2022. Greenfield, whose partisan activities were the basis for Judge Arthur and Goron's now overturned gag order against President Donald Trump has been advising on Gorham throughout the case, notably glaring at Trump and rolling her eyes during presentations by Trump's lawyers, according to in-court witnesses. Footage posted to the Judicial Protest X account early November shows Greenfield at the Grand Street Dems event <clears throat> where speakers and the organization itself endorsed Attorney General Letitia James whose partisan campaigning sparked the case against Trump in the first instance. The group has also endorsed James on its website. Greenfield is also featured prominently on the Grand Street Dems pages and can be seen in the video, uh, in a video here, cheering for Joe Biden and even exclaiming marijuana, ha, 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 at one point in the video, uh, raising questions about her own potential drug use and advocacy. Uh, here is the clip. In the heart of a Letitia James campaign event, one individual stands out. 
Hobo Judge Arthur Engeron's principal law clerk, Allison Greenfield, is in the front row taking pictures as the candidates bash President Trump. Greenfield's voice is audible, conveying criticism towards President Trump and his supporters. Greenfield can be heard expressing, Biden will be remembered as the greatest president ever. The video released shows close-up shots of Greenfield capturing the moment with her camera. This is the most important election ever. It's true. That's right. We are engaged in an epic, maybe even generational fight against an anti-democratic movement, a dangerous anti-democratic movement which has taken over one of the major parties of this country. You're going to become a judge just because of that. I mean, right on cue. In June 2022, while the People vs. Trump case was ongoing, Greenfield was observed actively campaigning with Congressman Jerry Nadler. As chair of the House Judiciary Committee, Nadler led the impeachment of President Trump. In 2022, Greenfield was also spotted engaging in campaign activities for Alvin Bragg. In a quote, she expressed her general support for Alvin Bragg's policies. I am generally very supportive of Alvin Bragg's policies. In June 2022, during the pendency of the People vs. Trump case, videos depict Greenfield's presence at a political rally supporting Letitia James. Greenfield can be seen seated with a clipboard filled with signatures, actively involved in petitioning and campaigning for Letitia James. Well, what more do you need, folks? It's totally fair. There's no bias here. This is reasonable. We, I mean, these are the kind of people I would want on my jury and in my case overseeing it stay tuned you're listening to just form talk we'll be back after the break i've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage you know there's a man out there other than president trump and just a few others that have really proven their metal in the furnace it's mike lindell you're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM.
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And yes, uh, we are continuing with this story about the law clerk for Judge Gorin in this case in New York City against President Donald Trump. Her name is Allison Greenfield, and it goes far beyond her just taking some pictures with Chuck Schumer and, uh, you know, supporting Letitia James. It goes even deeper than that. This person is an operative of the Democrats, one of the uh, major activists within this Grand Street Democrat organization who is now helping to oversee the trial of Donald Trump. She has been uh, associated with people who were directly involved with the original impeachment of Donald Trump. So if you don't think that this is just a continuation of that, then you're really uh, fooling only yourself because it is clear to anybody who's paying attention that Allison Greenfield is one of the most partisan uh Op, you know, Democrat activist operatives I've ever seen in my life as far as just how flagrant and blatant it is. But they don't need to hire it anymore, you know, because they can do this, right? Rules for thee and not for me. They can do anything. They can get away with, they can get away with any law or breaking any law they want because it's come to the point now where we are in an open conflict with these people, it seems, or at least they're waging open war against us would be the more appropriate way to put it. They don't have any remorse for their obvious and blatant and flagrant biases, partisanship, and their operations are only becoming more and more flagrantly uh, obvious every day that passes. So we talked about how the law clerk for Judge Ngoron in this New York City case was attending events with Letitia James and others, where they were basically anti-Trump events, promoting uh, things like marijuana and, and all of this other stuff. But the report I was playing has a little bit left. I want to play the rest of it. Is Greenfield passing instructions and directives from Letitia James, Jerry Nadler, and Chuck Schumer to hobo judge and corrupt Democrat Arthur Engeron? What other reason could there be for hobo judge Ingeron to issue a gag order on President Trump and President Trump's attorneys once this evidence emerged? Breaking in just the last hour, the judge in the case has issued an expanded gag order ruling that Trump's attorneys can no longer make any public statements in or out of court about communications between the judge, that's Judge Ingeron, and his staff. Greenfield is exerting influence on the trial's outcome in favor of Letitia James, Jerry Nadler, and Chuck Schumer. Hashtag justice for Trump. Hashtag Trump 2024. com. Well, there you go. You have attorney Allison Greenfield, who is quite obviously an operative of the Democrat Party, working behind the scenes tirelessly to manipulate the trial as it goes and influence the judge to continue. And she doesn't really need to. The judge is a left-wing lunatic, too, whose wife we've seen recently allegedly was posting uh, F. Trump memes on social media and pictures of Trump in an orange jumpsuit behind jail bars. So if you want to know what a fixed and rigged trial looks like, this is essentially it. Now, pretty much every trial Trump's facing right now is rigged to one degree or another, but some it's more uh, cleverly hidden than others. This is pretty clunky at best, 
where you have obvious left-wing Democrat operatives working uh, behind the scenes, or actually publicly, I should say, to just do it. And then what they say is when you critique, critique them and criticize them or point it out, then you get a gag order from the judge saying, shut your mouth and don't talk about how we have Democrat operatives running the show here. It's... It, <laughs> Man, I don't know what to say about that one. It, it does show a pattern that we should be very careful to observe and understand. But we have many other stories to get through here today. We also have a uh, interesting case here for Elon Musk. A judge uh, appointed by former President Donald Trump will be overseeing the high-profile lawsuit which was filed by Elon Musk against a far, the far-left organization Media Matters. Uh, the lawsuit, which was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas, Fort Worth Division, alleges that Media Matters' report, or Media Matters' report was malicious and intended to drive advertisers away from X, a.k.a. Twitter. The lawsuit also claims that Media Matters' report was based on false information and the organization uh, knowingly and recklessly published the false report in order to damage X's reputation. Now, what is the report? Well, apparently the uh, lawsuit accused that the radical anti-free speech organization published a report that falsely claimed that X was allowing ads to run next to pro-Nazi content. And... You know, I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk. I've made that clear on the show. I've given uh, a plethora of reasons why I don't trust him, uh, and I don't think that he is the altruistic uh, conservative hero that everybody wants to paint him out to be. But beyond that, having myself been a target of Media Matters uh, quite a few times and and, uh, for for over the span of uh, a few years back when I had a very large YouTube channel and they were they were one of the driving forces behind getting my channel banned from YouTube uh, because I was speaking truth uh, about things that they didn't want people to hear or understand I can uh, I can relate to this one and I do take the slightest bit of pleasure at the knowledge that media matters may finally get their comeuppance because it's long overdue if you don't know, Media Matters was an organization or is an organization that was previously ran by the left-wing uh, p- organizer and uh, fundraiser, David Brock. He is a vicious and ruthless, disgusting man who's connected to people like James Alephantis, who, uh, you know, you can make your own conclusions that all relates back to Pizzagate and uh, what it, Pizzagate was, which if you're not familiar with it, it was a series of conspiracy theories dealing with the concept of high-level child sex trafficking amongst the elites. It was later proved to be 100% true, and it was uh, detailed in things like emails exposed through WikiLeaks from John Podesta, uh, Hillary Clinton's top advisor, where he says things, uses a coded language, it seems, relating to child sex trafficking, where pizza and other terms that would seem innocuous are actually code language for uh, children who are used for sex trafficking. But beyond that, Media Matters is, a, to, it, to me, 
is the embodiment of left-wing yellow journalism that was created entirely with the purpose of being a catalyst for organizations to take their marching orders from as to who needs to be censored and when they need to be censored when they get too big or too their voices become too uh, far-reaching that is what happened to myself and many others it wasn't just me i have friends i mean you got to remember for those of you who don't know the show or haven't been following me for a long time and you're just picking me up here on the radio perhaps in uh, the front range of Colorado I've been doing this for several years many years and originally I started with a podcast on YouTube which was very large it grew very quickly and it got up to be you know where I had almost 300,000 subscribers there and you know I was getting 50 or 100,000 views per video and I was single-handedly beating up places like CNN and and all these other fake news outlets and their uh, YouTube channels because the algorithms hadn't been adjusted yet to prop up the fake news and down uh, basically uh, put down outside media sources like myself what they call the alternative media alternative news which I would argue is just uh, people speaking truthfully in a world of liars. But on my channel and many others were very uh, big on YouTube because the algorithms promoted us, and we were able to gain large followings because we were providing content and information that people wanted to hear, right? And the algorithm, the algorithm originally on these big tech platforms like YouTube was, you know, created to provide the viewer with the content that they desire. Well, myself and many others, because we provided content that people wanted to see, truthful, honest dialogue and information that was uh, valuable to a number of individuals, the power structure finally realized after 2016 that our voices were a problem that needed to be extinguished. And what they did is they fixed the algorithms to make it so channels like mine and others were, even though we were established, we were being basically pulled out of the recommended uh, carousel of videos for most people. We were being essentially made second second and third class citizens online and eventually that led to the full censorship that took place uh the purge of our channels mine and many others on october 15 2020 where they eventually just pulled the rug up but before that i had organizations like media matters and the huffington post write very uh misleading and uh you know very very targeted hit pieces against myself and others uh including i was on the cover of the new york times for uh, one example with the headline was um far-right conspiracy theorists are taking a i don't remember what the exact headline was i could probably pull it up but i mean i have an example <clears throat> of several hit pieces actually if i <clears throat> look through the notes <clears throat> Here's the New York Times. New York Times headline. And I'm not doing this to toot my own horn. I'm just doing this because this is uh, what they did to me back in the day. And 
I don't know. I just thought of this as we were uh, bringing this up. The headline for the article from February 9, 2020 was with me. This was with me on the cover, by the way. Uh, my picture. <laughs> my face on the cover. It said, uh, what happens when QAnon seeps from the web to the offline world? That was the article. And it basically, it, it never mentions me directly. But like I said, it has a picture of my face on the, front, on the cover of the article. I'm like, hmm. Because I, I gave a speech in front of the Washington Monument in, in D.C. Uh, for uh, uh, basically an event that took place there. I was asked to give a speech. And one of the reporters there was a New York Times reporter who I confronted and called a fake news liar. And, you know, these people are so weak. You know, when you get them face to face, they're just weak, little, pathetic dweebs. I mean, and that's probably where a lot of their lies and uh, their misguided things they say come from. Because I met these people and I faced them, you know, firsthand, face to face. And they're just weak, little, pathetic dorks who just, you know, are just the most inconsequential people you ever meet in your life, yet they're given these big platforms because they're easily manipulated and pushed into to delivering whatever narrative. So that was me on the New York Times, and, I, and I'll bring this all back, obviously. But Media Matters wrote an article, <clears throat> I believe, that said, uh, <clears throat> this was one that they wrote where I was mentioned, where they talked about, this is from Media Matters, this was Alex Kaplan over on Media Matters, where it said, on Twitter, Media Matters found nearly one in five known views of the video are from a version uh, uploaded. It was Facebook and Twitter said they removed viral videos spreading false claims about COVID-19, but copies are still circulating. Now, this was a video that I uh, had put out on Twitter, and it went mega viral, and I was retweeted by Donald Trump. Actually, and that was back when getting retweeted by Donald Trump was like a pretty big deal. I mean, it is still today, but this was back in July or, or uh, yeah, I think July of 2020. Um, and I'm not saying all of this, of course, to, to fluff my own ego and to, to make you, but I'm giving you context for the kind of lies that I personally experienced for Media Matters, right? Where they wrote these articles uh, where. They, they'll either talk about you by name or they just won't mention you, but they'll talk about you or your actions and they'll do it in a way that's uh, completely misleading and out of context so they can uh, issue a directive to the higher-ups because, listen, these people are, are, are all in bed with one another. It's all very an incestuous relationship. So that's Media Matters. I have another one here. YouTube's plan to rein in conspiracy theories. This is the Huffington Post where they talk about my channel directly and tell people all these misleading lies to try to get me deplatformed, and they succeeded because now I'm in the digital gulag. I cannot speak freely online. I have no voice. I can't make a profile with my name on it and speak freely. I will be deleted. So that's the future we're all facing. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break.
This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes, and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888 888- why refi 24 tell them joe sent you sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk carjacking old lady at a red light pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store you think it's cool act a fool if you like cuss out a cop spit in his face scope on the flag and light it up yeah you think it's tough Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Greg James. And of course, we're going to keep going down this rabbit hole because I think it, it matters a lot. Before we do, though, I want to thank one of the sponsors of the show. You guys know them. It's, it's thefreedompeople.org. If you haven't tried them out today, they get, they're going to give you a free 30-minute consultation and talk about how they can help you legally and lawfully protect yourself and reduce exposure from the taxman and other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up an express trust or a private membership association to protect you, your family, and your business. And uh, if you want to get more information, all you have to do is this. Go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org, then schedule your call. There's a button that says schedule a call. It'll give you a calendar when you click it. Pick a date. Then, it'll pick a, then you'll have to pick a time. Then they'll give you a call. You'll get a free 30-minute consultation to talk about how they can help you, if they can help you, and give you valuable information. So thank you to them for sponsoring the show, and go go check out my friends over at thefreedompeople.org today. But like I was saying before we went to the break, I know what it's like. We were talking about Elon Musk. He's filing this major lawsuit against Media Matters, claiming defamation, and... In a way, I'm happy to see Media Matters finally get their comeuppance, hopefully. 
But in another instance, it's it's a little disheartening to know that, you know, I had and myself and many others have had standing against these organizations for a very long time. The one thing we don't have, though, is millions or billions of dollars, because that's essentially, <clears throat> unfortunately, what it takes to go after these institutions, which are made to censor the population. Now, I was giving you examples of articles that were written by the fake news about myself only to give you an example of how this all works, right? They give you things and they write them out of, they bring them out of context and then they write them about you and they use those lies or that misleading article to paint a narrative that is then picked up by the big tech censors and then you get put on a blacklist, right? Which is what happened to me. I was, I had a very successful YouTube channel with uh, 300,000 subscribers and it was, you know, tens of millions of views and and that was only over the span of a few years a couple years actually and which is even more impressive i would say but what happened was media matters which was anti-truth and still is anti-truth was working tirelessly to create a narrative that i and many others like me who had channels that were very popular and successful uh, because the algorithms were originally made to give people information that they desired instead of being carefully curated to give information that is meant to propagandize and program them. They understood that our narrative was a threat to their political ends, which they needed to have uh, you know, pushed, and they saw us as a threat to their structure. Like I was saying before, David Brock, who originally was one of the, the heads of Media Matters is known famously for his connection to uh, a person named James Alephantis. And this is all, you know, all allegedly, of course, we don't know. But the Podesta emails that came out from WikiLeaks that exposed Hillary Clinton had the language, the coded language, seemingly from Pizzagate, which, as I was saying before, was about child sex trafficking and, and exploitation. And so what happened was this censorship machine kicked into full gear around 2019, 2020, where they understood that they had to remove people who were exposing these truths. And this is why you don't hear anything about today. This is why we still don't have Jeffrey Epstein's client list, right? Because everything that we said came true. You know, it's funny. I can show you a clip, which is fascinating to me. It was about... Uh, two days before Jeffrey Epstein got arrested originally before he was uh, found dead in his jail cell where I'm doing like a man on the street interview as I'm about to attend a Trump speech in Washington DC on the, the mall there with uh, it was the 4th of July event and I doing a man on the street interview and I'm talking to this guy I'm like do you know who Jeffrey Epstein is because I had information at that point that something big was about to drop with him. So I was doing this, this interview. And what, you know, lo and behold, two days later, Jeffrey Epstein's arrested. But I, again, I'm not going to toot my own horn here because it doesn't matter. I'm nobody. I'm just a guy who spoke truth and that they can't have that. That's obviously what they don't like. And like I was saying, I'm on their digital uh, blacklist now, the, the digital gulag. I live inside of that to where I can't put my name to anything digitally online if it's on any of the major platforms like Facebook, Twitter, or um, YouTube and speak truthfully. That just doesn't go. Like, And you go, well, Twitter? I thought Elon Musk owns Twitter. Isn't he uh, all for free speech? Yeah, no. 
no, I've had like, I think at this point now it's what four Twitter accounts with my name on it. And H one has been deleted permanently. Uh, even after Elon Musk took over, including my first one, which had uh, almost a hundred thousand followers. And, uh, you, you understand that's, it's fairly devastating for a person's career <clears throat> when your career is in media and the things like followers and subscribers are how you generate, uh, revenue or income. And then they take that away overnight that takes away your income. And that basically is like taking a baseball bat uh, and smashing your leg. If you're a, you know, if you're a professional athlete, I'm not talking like, I'm not saying I'm uh, who, who's a good athlete, I'm not saying I'm LeBron James or whoever, but it'd be like some guy who's like on the bench who, you know, plays, but doesn't play often, but you know, makes a good living. You smash his leg and then he can't play anymore. That's the, the that's essentially what they're doing to small content creators, and they did, not only did they do that, but they also fixed the algorithms and did all those all those other things to try to censor and control content. So Elon Musk is suing them. But what I find interesting is that even to this day, the information that we were talking about continues to come true. So, for instance, we have several stories that I'm going to get into. Uh, partially here before the break, but we'll keep going afterwards. First story has to do with Stacey Abrams. And if you'll recall, Stacey Abrams, the failed gubernatorial candidate in Georgia, who is a, was an election denier before it was even popular, and uh, Democrats don't want us to remember or look at, apparently her brother-in-law was just arrested in Florida for having sex with a minor and assaulting the minor. So... This means that her brother-in-law is, in fact, a pedophile. The broader conspiracy continues. Stacey Abrams' brother-in-law arrested on human trafficking and battery charges. So the brother-in-law of Stacey Abrams apparently has been arrested in Florida for human trafficking, battery, and lewd or lascivious touching of a minor, according to the Office of the State Attorney of the 13th Judicial Circuit. Jimmy Gardner, a youth motivational speaker and brother-in-law, of former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams is facing serious humans, uh, human uh, trafficking charges and is currently in jail in Hillsborough County with no bond. So, again, this would be the kind of story that we report on and we say, hey, look, these powerful elite people are connected to very, you know, nefarious, evil people who are exploiting children, and of course, that would just get swept under the rug. Now, other stories that I'm going to talk about for you know for reference here: Slade Schomer, or Slade Somer, who is a journalist who runs the inner circle of Hillary Clinton and John Podesta, was just arrested this week after an examination turned up more than 1,300 pornographic images and videos of children. Some allegedly as young as three. These people are sick and disgusting and evil. Investigators have a high degree of confidence that more than 50 videos pulled from devices that he operated were connected to child exploitation. And guess what? These are the people writing stories like the ones published by Media Matters, trying to debunk Pizzagate and all of the things that we were talking about. So the point I'm making is, look, they tell you it's not real. They tell you it's all fake news. 
and then you show them the proof and it all comes out later that you were right but it doesn't matter because they've gotten away with it anyway stay tuned more to come you're listening to just informed talk radio as the economy collapses are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family i teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up food and water are only the beginning call the rev at 303-809-3343 that's 303-809-3343 As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And I was just basically going through the truth of what's happening here. The stuff they don't want you to realize, they don't want you to see, they don't want you to talk about. But I mean, John Podesta's friend and, and, and Hillary Clinton inner circle uh, reporter who debunked, quote unquote, Pizzagate, uh, has now been arrested for child sex crimes. And, of course, it is no coincidence that these people are the ones who are behind all of these lies and, and this, this uh, misleading art, these misleading articles that are put out to keep people from seeing the truth about them. I mean, Slade Schomer, who was a journalist, is now under arrest for these crimes against children which include uh, crimes that are alleging that he raped children, which is tough to even talk about. But then it reminds me that all the stuff that's happening here, right, where you have Media Matters being sued by Elon Musk now and all this. See, it's a biblical principle that all these traps they lay for us, they themselves will eventually fall into because they haven't given their lives to Christ. And obviously they are working as antichrist figures they they're working against christ i should say and that is what people who hurt children do but i mean hey you know the stories write themselves here you can go back as far as you want uh james gordon meek from abc news he was uh, arrested under uh, connection to child uh, exploitation uh, you know pedophilia you have peter bright also, uh, one of the left-wing journalists who was convicted of pedophile offenses, and this goes back far and far and far. And and the same people who are writing the stories, debunking, uh, you know, saying it's crazy and conspiracy theory to talk about all this stuff, those are the same people who are coming out and saying, you know, hey, uh, you, all that stuff they're saying is are lies, and you're like, well. Maybe you should look at the, the source from the, the people saying and trying to debunk it because it all turns out that uh, we can go all the way back to Anthony Weiner, 
right? You remember him? Remember the, the evidence found on his laptop that nobody ever faced real charges for beside he had a, a little stint in uh, prison with? But what the, the information that was found by the investigation into it was that there was money laundering, child exploitation, sex crimes with minors, perjury, pay to play through the Clinton Foundation, obstruction of justice, and other felonies. Remember when the uh, um, Inspector General report came out and cited Hillary Clinton and foundation crimes against children as a part of what was observed in the laptop? So it all exists, and they just don't want you to see it because that's the narrative they have to sell, which is unfortunate because the truth is a valuable commodity these days that nobody seems to want to look more closely at. But... We have many more stories to get into here today. I don't want to take all morning and talk just about that. We'll look at a story I found here that I thought was, you know, very interesting, right? There were uh, 10 examples from 10 cities of the Mad Max environment that now reigns on American streets. Now, why do I think this is important? Well, it kind of dovetails in with this, these stories I've been talking about this morning is that you know, they've created chaos on our streets and bedlam to keep us completely incapable of standing up against this crime, these crimes that we, we observe and know are happening, right? They're stealing elections, they're blackmailing politicians by having them, you know, have sex with kids on islands like Epstein Island, and they're all covering for each other, and while they're doing that and we're observing it the more we observe it and the more we call it out the more things deteriorate on our own streets right so i found this article i thought it was interesting thought i'd share it today but it's 10 examples uh, from 10 different cities of how the mad max environment now reigns across our country so here's one the first one theft has become so rampant in washington dc that cbs has replaced toilet paper and paper towels with framed photos of those products and a buzzer that customers must press to buy them. So a CVS store nation's capital for, forced by rampant serial theft has pulled all of this off the shelf. Now, can you imagine? And then they tell us that their policies work. Like in California, I've given the story before where I, you know... I was in California for less than a month, probably like two weeks, walked into a gas station and some guy walked in behind me with a backpack, just filled it up with stuff and walked right out the door. Didn't even, didn't, it was like, it was almost like creepy how, like, uh, like he just did it without, you know, casually. So the owner of the store asked me, did that guy steal? Because his back was turned. I was like, yeah, that guy took a bunch of stuff and just walked out. He's like, I'm like, you going to call the cops? He's like, no, why? Cops aren't going to do anything. So Washington, D.C. is now lawless. In other words, the, the capital of the most powerful nation in human history has essentially been re reduced to a uh, third world style security systems necessary to sell basic goods. So that's good. Number two, 
An axe-wielding carjacker in downtown St. Louis was shocked when one potential victim that he approached decided to pray. Well, here's an interesting story. A St. Louis man did something unexpected when he found himself in a dangerous situation October 18th. Police say his decision to pray and not let fear overtake him resulted in an axe-wielding suspect leaving him alone after an attempted carjacking in the city's downtown area north of 7th Street, KMOV reported on Sunday. The suspect, identified as Ramal S. Taylor, was charged with first-degree attempted robbery and felony robbery regarding two unrelated incidents. Well, there you go. I love that story because that teaches us that God is more powerful than the evil that exists in this world. So good on that man for praying. Number three, four criminals wearing black ski masks recently robbed a jewelry dealer right in the middle of a highway in Los Angeles. Now, I saw this video online, and it's wild. It's wild. Uh, You know, you can see them pull up, basically crash their car into his car, come out with guns, take all his jewelry, and just run off. And that's lawlessness in California. But what else should you expect from California? We have dozens of addicts sprawled out across downtown San Francisco, which have mysteriously disappeared. So that's the new conspiracy theory, right? All those people that were uh, cleaned up before Xi Jinping's state visit in San Francisco, all the drug addicts and homeless people, uh, there's been few reports now that, that several of those people are now coming up as missing. Nobody seems to know where they went, leading some pretty, pretty crazy conspiracy theories. We'll talk about that and much more after the break. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And before the break, we were talking about ways that the world in America, specifically, is going downhill. And I could go on, but, you know, honestly, a lot of these things we already know. I'm not going to spend too much time going through that again. But 
there are other stories. There are other stories that we can get through. You know, we were talking about the elites, right, and how the, the quote-unquote elites and how they are connected to all of these heinous crimes against children and how that's being used for exploitation and blackmail and how that's being covered up and censored. They don't want you to talk about it, but it does seem to tie back to a, a, a common thread, and that is that there are these secret societies that exist and you know who did a great uh, job at exposing them was Bill Cooper. So I'm going to play a video here that uh, is like an audio clip of him explaining uh, different information regarding these secret societies and how they operate. And uh, I don't know. I think it's worth listening to. It's good information. So go ahead and take a listen. Crash of 29, there was a terrible economic uh, disaster in this country. They call it the Great Depression. In 1933, in trying to deal with this, uh, the United States was actually on the on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, there were a lot of unemployed people. They were trying to implement a beginning of socialism in this country. Uh, they uh, um, uh, implemented a a law that was uh, passed uh, during World War One. It was called the Trading with the Enemies Act. Uh, it was determined that they could use this to uh, fight the economic war, that uh, it didn't have to be a shooting war, it could be any kind of a war or any kind of a national emergency. So they implemented by executive order the Trading with the Enemies Act in 1933, which literally put uh, the United States and its citizens under emergency rule, which means the Constitution, Hades Corpus, things like that are suspended. Now, they didn't tell the people that. And in the law, it specifically exempted the American people as being the enemy. Now, in 1937, they reissued the executive order again, only this time they left out that passage and the American people became the enemy. Now, we've been living under that declaration of emergency ever since then. So the concept that anyone in this country is protected by the Constitution today, or has been since 1933, is, is erroneous. It's false. And that's why they've been able to do many of the things that we've questioned. Like, how can they do that? That's against the Constitution. Obviously, that's against the Constitution. That's illegal. But they, they're doing things all the time, constantly, that tell us that the Constitution is no longer in force. Now, uh, later, in uh, 1945, Harry Truman signed the uh, United Nations Treaty, was ratified by the Senate, and they pushed through Congress, and, and uh, Harry Truman signed the United Nations Participation Act. Uh, they immediately pushed through and signed the National Security Act of 1947 and uh, created a veil of secrecy behind which they could operate to bring power into the hands of the United Nations and destroy the sovereignty of all the nations of the world. The Cold War was actually a manipulation of the people of the world to give them a fake enemy to pretend uh, so that the government could pretend that the reason that they were doing all the things that they were doing and building the military forces and developing the technology that they were developing was to fight this supposed enemy, this ideological enemy of the Soviet Union. And they were doing the same thing in the Soviet Union, telling the people there that we were their enemy. In reality, this had all been agreed on uh, by the, uh, the big three when they met uh, several times during World War II. And during these meetings, by the way, the reason why after World War II there was never another big war and all wars were surrogate wars fought in third world nations, the agreement was, according to the documentation that I saw when I was with the Office of Naval Intelligence, that uh, for population 
uh, control to keep the attention of the public away from what was really happening, which was bringing about a one-world government, a totalitarian socialist world government, the destruction of sovereign nations, that they would fight these surrogate wars and there would be no winner of any of these wars. And if you look since that time, no one has won any wars and no one has gained any territory through fighting of these wars. Uh, well, that's fascinating, <clears throat> and there's more when we come back. I, I think Bill Cooper did a great job of explaining how we've gotten to where we're at today and how this is all operated, so stay tuned. We're going to finish that clip from Bill Cooper and do much more in the second hour of Just Form Talk Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. Some of OpenAI's investors are consulting with legal advisors after the company board removed CEO Sam Altman, who was then hired by Microsoft. Reuters says investors are concerned they could lose hundreds of millions of dollars they invested in OpenAI. More retail earnings are coming in. They appear to show a pullback on spending, but not for everything. Home improvement chain Lowe's saw sales decline in the recent quarter. Its earnings top predictions, but it is lowering expectations for the year. Best Buy is also cutting its forecast after a weaker-than-expected quarter. Coal sales declined in the quarter, but Dick's Sporting Goods is raising its forecast. Dick says the back-to-school season was strong. It's excited about holiday shopping, and Dick's shares are up 8%. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Costelda, invested in you. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Offices in Greenwood Village, Boulder, and Colorado Springs. 303-221-DADS. CordellCordell.com. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. 
This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. This is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio show, and we're going to keep going. I want to play the rest of that Bill Cooper clip in a minute, but we do have a texter who uh, chimed in here. If you guys want to call or text, uh, please feel free. The number is 877-536-1360. You you can feel free to text that number or call it. It's 877-536-1360. But somebody from the 720 texted in and said, the San Fran homeless are Soylent Green. I'm not going to ruin that movie if you haven't seen it, but spoiler alert, uh, Soylent Green is people. So, yeah, probably. I uh, wouldn't be surprised. I think the years line up on that one that we've essentially fallen into that paradox. But here we are, and I want to keep going and play the rest of this Bill Cooper segment where Bill Cooper is explaining how the agreement between the major nations to not go to another world war stipulated that depopulation was the agenda and that it had to take place but they had to have it take place in these third world countries which is why you haven't seen a broader conflict and i think we've come to a point now where that agreement is starting to fall uh to the wayside and we could be on the verge of a major global war but i will i will finish this clip from bill cooper for anybody interested let's go ahead and listen to the rest uh, now, in, uh, uh, when Kennedy uh, became president, he signed the first executive order creating what's called FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. It was put into place to take over local, state, and federal government in case, and this is the way it was worded, in case of invasion by a foreign power or nuclear attack upon the United States. Um, knock it off got my daughter and her dog in the studio playing here. That's okay. Um, so anyway, uh, he signed this executive order. This created the Federal Emergency Management Agency. They also began back in the 50s creating underground, literally cities all across the country. There are these underground cities that have their own water supply. 
and uh, and everything. They're in, un, in under a mountain in Virginia. There's a place called Mount Weather where they even have a government in waiting. They have a president there, which is has not been elected. They have a full cabinet there. They have uh, departments of all of the of the government agencies in the United States and uh, uh, down there waiting in this place called Mount Weather. And they also have a computer data bank with a master warrant list where they're collecting the names and addresses of known patriots and patriot leaders who will fight the overthrow of the Constitution overtly and the absorption of the United States overtly into the United Nations and the transfer of power of our armed forces to the United Nations, making them, in effect, a world police force along with the uh, military forces of what used to be called the Soviet Union. Uh, later on, Nixon elaborated on these executive orders. He changed them around, took out invasion by a foreign country or attack by a, a, a nuclear weapon, and it's worded very curiously now, uh, and then Reagan changed it, but, but uh, now the wording says, in case of internal unrest or economic instability, of course, they can generate that at any time they want to. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, when you take the information Bill Cooper just put forward there about how they had this government in waiting in these underground bunkers, I think we can safely say that that government has come out of those underground bunkers and is openly waging war against the American people as we speak right now. So everything he described sounds exactly like what we're seeing today, right? A master warrant list of patriots who would rise up against the globalists as they try to overtake our nation. Was January 6th not a trap for these individuals to lure them in to show who would stand up against this tyrannical government? And then give the, the precedent to put them in prison, Joe Biggs and Enrique, Enrique Tario and others serving 20 plus year sentences. The, the people who said they would stand up against this tyrannical government that has stolen an election, that has flagrantly disregarded the Constitution and law in, in imposing itself upon us. I mean, you know, I listen to those words and I, and I really. I really take notice uh, and take note of what that was what was being said then. So if you guys want to chime in, let me know. But uh, some other stories we're going to talk about here. You can uh, call or text 877-536-1360. I want to play the new CEO of OpenAI who went on a recent podcast and talked about the dangers of artificial intelligence because this is going to be the next thing. They've already weaponized our government against us. They're, they're running these operations to arrest us all because they're realizing that once artificial intelligence basically starts exponentially growing, that there won't be a need for all of these people, as Yuval Noah Harari says, useless eaters, and they want to replace us all. But this is the danger that we face with artificial intelligence and I'm going to play this clip right here. I think it's worth listening to. Generally, I'm, a, I'm very pro-technology, and I really believe the upsides usually outweigh the downsides. Every technology can be misused. Regulating early is usually a mistake. 
I have a very specific concern with our AI. We've built an intelligence. It's kind of amazing, actually. It may not be the smartest intelligence, but it is an intelligence. It can solve problems and make arbitrary plans. At some point, as it gets better, the kinds of problems that we'll be able to solve will include programming, chip design, material science, power production, all of the things you would need to design an artificial intelligence. At that point, you will be able to point the thing we've built back at itself. And this will happen in, before you get that point with humans in the loop. It already is happening with humans in the loop. But that loop will get tighter and tighter and tighter and faster and faster and faster until it can fully self-improve itself, at which point it will get very fast very quickly. And that kind of intelligence is just an intrinsically very dangerous thing because intelligence is power. Human beings are the dominant form of life on this planet pretty much entirely because we are smarter than the other creatures. Now, I just laid out a chain of argument with a lot of if this, then this, if this, then this, if this, then this. I know Eliza thinks that like we're all doomed for sure. Um, I buy his doom argument. I buy the chain and the logic. Like my P doom, my probability of doom is like my bid ask spread and that's pretty high because I have a lot of uncertainty, but I would say it's like between like five and 50. So there's a wide spread. Which I think Paul Cristiano, you know, Paul Cristiano, like who handled, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff within OpenAI, I think said 25 to 50. It seems yeah. like if you if you talk to most AI yeah. researchers, there's some it, preponderance of people that give that some percentage. Should, that should cause you to shit your pants. But it's human level extinction, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it's, no, no, it's not just human level extinction. It's such a, extincting humans is bad enough. It's like potential destruction of all value in the light cone. Like, like, not just for us, but for any alien species caught in the wake of the explosion. It's like a universe-destroying bomb. This is not a figure-it-out-later thing. This is like a big fucking problem. All right. Well, you get the point. That is Emmett Shear, the new CEO of OpenAI, on a recent podcast talking about how AI is going to be an issue. Now, excuse the language. I thought that was bleeped out, but it wasn't. But it is what it is. That is him explaining the conundrum that we are facing with open AI and artificial intelligence in general, where it's leading us. It's leading us to this. The means will eventually come to a point where it can develop itself and become powerful enough to create life as in create itself and replicate itself and make itself smarter, better, faster, stronger, quicker, and that's going to be the tipping point, I think, where we're going to see some major issues societally. And that is something I think we should all be very concerned about if we're not already. So when we come back, we have more to go through. I hope you stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. Driving and striving as fast as it can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and racing and plotting the course. He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse. 
Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and we have a lot more to cover here today. You know, we, we've kind of been bouncing around a lot of different subjects, but I want to get through a bunch of these different stories that have been kind of sitting on my desk for a while, as they say, and I want to get it out there because uh, we have the time to do it. So with that, I have another story here. Now, this is a report from Greg Reese. You guys may know him. He's a contributor over at InfoWars and uh, Band.Video. He uh creates these videos that give explanations on certain topics that, that I think are timely. And he actually references an issue I've talked about several times before that people are, have spoken on, but uh, don't necessarily seem to, to get the full picture on very often. But the story and topic is a magnetic pole reversal, right? Which is the concept of, the magnetic poles flipping and switching position. And it's, it's an interesting topic to consider. And what's interesting about this report is that there was a recent whistleblower came forward. We played his clip here on the show where he basically worked for the, what he thinks was the CIA indirectly and uh, individuals working at the Carlisle group. Specifically, he was, you know, in, places where he observed information and, and things that he then went on to blow the whistle on. And, and in this report, he talks about how he believes he did a, a interview with Patrick Bet David not too long ago, where he talks about how he believes that he was manipulated into becoming a whistleblower and reporting on certain things to give the <clears throat> appearance that powerful entities could control things like earthquakes via these large nuclear reactors that are hidden up in Antarctica. Now, I don't know exactly what the science is behind it, other than that this is what he came out and said before, that he observed technology that was capable of initiating earthquakes using uh, nuclear-powered reactors in Antarctica. Now, is this all a cover-up for the, what the scientists all are in agreement on behind closed doors, which is that we may be facing a new magnetic pole reversal period or phase, which could lead to rapid extinction level events where you have, you know, uh, the poles shifting. I personally, <clears throat> as a Christian, not too concerned. If the world is meant to end, we all know 
how it will end and uh, what will come with that. But obviously, this is something that I find interesting, and it's a report from Greg Reese, which I, I'm going to share here. I, I, you know, you guys listen and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. The number is eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty if you want to contribute. But here it is. During an interview with Patrick Bet David, Raytheon whistleblower Eric Hecker reveals that he is likely an unwitting asset for the CIA. But you're saying you've never been involved with CIA, you've not done anything with the CIA, that, that's not something you've done in the past before. I have never been directly employed by any of those companies, alphabet agencies, however you want to title them. But having looked backwards, I question the proximity that I was to them. I may have been some sort of unknown asset, but I can tell you that certainly I was involved in peculiar activities 24 hours a day. There were certain clients that could call me 24 hours a day, and these clients would dictate when I met them, what vehicle I showed up with, which mansion we were going to. Are these names we would recognize? Uh, John Tunney was one of them, owner of the Carlisle Group familiar with the Carlisle Group? Of course I am, yes. I did a lot of peculiar work for the Carlisle Group and their facilities and their personnel. So to unpack peculiar, peculiar work, what does that mean? I would say that I was set up as some sort of getaway driver. Getaway driver from what? Whatever he was doing in that mansion. Did you ever see anything weird where you're like, this is kind of weird what they're working on? I think I saw that all the time. Through his billionaire handlers, Hecker was sent to Antarctica as a plumber and given full security access. He claims to have seen directed energy weapons that are capable of creating earthquakes and seems unaware of the obvious that he was sent there by his billionaire handlers to do exactly what he's doing now, saying that the government is creating earthquakes. It's interesting to note that even though they happen constantly and are often devastating, there is no official public earthquake reporting. The Dutch Since channel on YouTube stands out as the premier source for up-to-date earthquake information. For over a decade, Michael Janich has been using USGS data made available to the public and reporting on it, kind of like a weatherman for earthquakes and volcanoes. He has successfully predicted several earthquakes over the years using simple methods he learned from years of observation. Janich has come under fire from government officials in the past, but they have now convinced him to stop. It appears as if the government doesn't want anyone looking into earthquake activity and wants you to think that they are creating them. And maybe they are. But in the late 1940s, the U.S. government discovered evidence of a coming magnetic pole flip. This information was initially classified and was immediately followed by the beginning of the unscientific global warming hoax. The CIA censored The Adam and Eve Story by Chan Thomas, which describes cataclysms that cause advanced civilizations to vanish from the earth without a trace. We've covered this subject before in the report, Imminent Cataclysm and the Plan to Survive the Great Reset. And suspicious observers who have been covering this subject for years is saying that we are in it right now. It is important we review the two recent studies confirming that we did have a mini geomagnetic excursion in the middle of the Holocene about 6,000 years ago. First found in China and then confirmed in volcanic flows in Russia. We have added it to the list of officially confirmed excursions in recent history. We do appear to have magnetic changes on the planet every 6,000 years. There are several studies one could look to for the fairly 
perfect lineup of these geomagnetic changes on Earth with major environmental disasters, including the peaks of species extinction. And there's no mystery as to why. The magnetic field of Earth, which protects our planet from space radiation, weakens tremendously in these excursions and becomes misaligned with the poles, leading to major influx of space energy to Earth. NASA scientists and others declared in the year 2000 that we had lost 10% of the magnetic field since the middle of the 1800s. And the ESA Swarm Magnetic Field Mission upgraded that number to 15% in their 2010 mission report and update. 10% lost in 100 150 years, and then another 5% lost in only a decade. That's serious. And several subsequent studies confirmed that the magnetic field has begun changing faster and faster, all pointing to one inevitable conclusion. The cycle is not only due again, but it's happening. And it doesn't take thousands of years. And no, it's no small matter for the Earth and the creatures that live here. Greg Reese reporting. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, obviously. That is the latest report from Greg Reese talking about magnetic pole flips and the whistleblower from Antarctica. I thought it was an interesting report. I thought it was interesting news worth sharing. Obviously, you know, to understand a lot of that, you need to go in detail. I've been trying to get uh, the host of Suspicious Observers, Ben Davidson, on the show here. We're still working on uh, getting the time for him to come on. We'll hopefully get him on this the show sooner than later and have a conversation with him about a lot of this stuff. But um, we do have other stories, of course. You know, we don't just stay on one thing or the other. We kind of bounce around and, and get into different uh, rabbit holes. You know, of course, we have reports that Pelosi was behind a lot of what happened on January 6th. But it looks like there's a new video that has emerged showing two completely different scenes of Nancy Pelosi talking with Mike Pence on January 6th during the phone conversation. One scene shows Pelosi with Schumer, another shows Pelosi with Schumer and Chuck Grassley. Uh, this is exactly what was happening on January 6th. Listen to this. And, uh, I'm at the Capitol building. I'm literally standing with uh, the local police of uh, the U.S. Capitol Police. They believe that uh, the House and the Senate will be able uh, to reconvene in roughly an hour. He's standing with uh, the chief of the U.S. Capitol Police. He just informed me that they believe that the House and the Senate will be able uh, to reconvene in roughly an hour. So what it's essentially saying is that the video was doctored to put Chuck Grassley in there, um, which, you know, it's par for the course for these people. And this is talking about CNN, how they basically took uh, the video out of context to show one where it was Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi talking with Mike Pence on the phone saying that they could reconvene Congress in an hour. And then what they did is they took the audio from that clip and then substituted it over another clip where Senator Chuck uh, Grassley is standing with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to give the appearance that it was all, you know, they were, they, you know, the partisan, they were, or they were nonpartisan, you know, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting and worth noting, but We'll get, we'll get through all these stories. I got so many here. It's just, it's a whole plethora. All right. So another story here, Hunter Biden came out not too long ago and said, uh, he has had this, uh, 
he wrote an op-ed in USA Today, quote, I fought to get sober. Political weaponization of my addiction hurts me. Her hurts more than me. His report goes on to state, my struggles and my mistakes have been fodder for a vile and sustained disinformation campaign against my father, President Joe Biden, and an all-out annihilation of my reputation. Now, I mean, this is pretty rich, but for the people who are unassuming, low-information voters who just kind of maybe just read the USA Today uh, news and don't pay attention to much else, this may actually be able to convince them that Hunter Biden is this sympathetic character, which we know, given the information that we have in in an ample uh, uh, volume of, that he is not, in fact, that you know, sympathetic character. This is a man who filmed himself engaging in drug trafficking and sex trafficking, and he engaged in uh, taking bribes on behalf of his father, facilitating money laundering operations. He, he did a whole bunch of things that uh, I don't feel any real sympathy for him for doing other than uh, his eternal soul will suffer for what he has done. But somebody pointed out, uh, regarding him and how they're painting him as this, this sympathetic character that he is still to this day engaged in the money laundering and how it all works with the art that he's selling. Essentially, here's like a, a random scenario to give you an idea of how art is used for money laundering. And I'll, I'll kind of lay it out here in this example. Say you're a millionaire, right? And you make $20 million in, in the year 2020. All right, just to give you an example. The millionaire will hire an artist, quote-unquote, to make art, quote-unquote, for $25,000. The artist puts a streak on a canvas or whatever, you know, sneezes on it, whatever it is. The millionaire thanks the artist and has art appraised by an appraiser in his same circle of friends. The value of the artwork is appraised at, I don't know, $20 million. How about that? Then the millionaire donates the $20 million artwork to a museum to get a $20 million tax write-off millionaire goes on to pay no taxes in 2020 and that is it's a very crude example of how the money laundering could work in in fact there's much more to it than that it's very highly uh, complex and orchestrated but that's like essentially the long and short of it how this money is is laundered and it goes into other things too where you have artists do the same thing with their artwork and then it's used to you know facilitate bribes and uh, payments for who knows what sex trafficking drug trafficking it, it, it could be anything right and that's what this whole art world is basically created and built upon so it is worth noting that that is the sympathy the sympathetic character that hunter biden is uh, he's still engaged in in the money laundering and, and bribery as we speak but nobody seems to care so I guess we'll just pretend that that's not actually happening. When we come back, though, after the break, I have several more stories that I think are very valuable for us to, to hear, including uh, this crazy story about the Miss Universe pageant and how we have some interesting con competitors, let's just say, in the Miss Universe pageant, which happened recently we'll talk about that 
Plus, we'll talk about some interesting stories related to it, which you're going to want to hear and stick around for. But I just uh, I have to say, you can you can also call or text. The number's always open, 877-536-1360. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Stay tuned. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. Playing a new game, laughing and a running, hey, hey, skipping and a jumping in the misty morning fog with all oh, our hearts are thumping and you, a brown eyed girl. If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the Swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right here on AM 1360. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, of course, we're going to keep going. We have a few stories I was going to get into. I told you that we were going to talk about the Miss Universe pageant and some other stories that I thought were interesting. Before we do that, though, thanks to one of the sponsors of the show, that is My Kind CBD. If you haven't tried them, go to 1360KHNC.com shop. These would make great uh, Christmas gifts even. Or if you just want to treat yourself and take care of yourself and stay healthy, Try out all of their products. They have topicals like lotion, uh, salve, retinol cream, and uh, facial cleanser, all these different products that are amazing with the highest quality, locally sourced, THC-free CBD that is uh, from local Colorado hemp farmers, and it is organic. It is top of the line. They also have tinctures, teas, drinks like cocoa cider and coffee, They also have uh, uh, pet products, pet tincture, pet shampoo, 
the the products here are so high quality i cannot stress that enough and you're going to get them at the best price possible so all you have to do go to 1360khnc.com shop get your my kind cbd products today and then there's a comment box when you check out if you just say craig or just form talk sent me that helped me out but more importantly these products are going to help you out so go try them out today now before we get into the Miss Universe thing, I have this clip that just uh, popped up here. Morning Joe Scarborough going on an unhinged rant against Trump. Uh, this should be interesting where he talks about how Trump's going to imprison and execute individuals in this country. Listen to this unhinged rant. Yeah, have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices of of the haters of of the people that are constantly uh, double shilling and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased, bending over backwards, treating him like a normal candidate. He's not a normal candidate. He is running to end American democracy as we know it. He's an authoritarian who a, a court uh, in in Colorado two days ago ruled that that he led an insurrection against the United States government. He's charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. So, so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, if you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here, this authoritarian it's really that simple. And by the way, Reverend Al, when people go, oh, you can't compare him he to past Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time, but may very well allow him to do this time or a judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. And if he is voted into office, then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, you're going to look like idiots. Uh, because he will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Uh, j- just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Only, again, the only thing that stood between him and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. No doubt about it. And- I mean, okay, so a couple things. First of all, did you catch the part where Joe Scarborough, you know, who, by the way, let's not forget about the dead intern found in his office in D.C. that mysteriously just everybody said was an accident. She just fell and hit her head. But beyond that, and in the fact that he's married to Mika Brzezinski, who is the big new Brzezinski's daughter, who is one of the you know founders of the globalist order that wants to depopulate humanity and kill us all. Um, they're telling, like, did you catch the part where he said that they, that Donald Trump was going to uh, judicially 
go after people that whatever he's allowed to get away with judicially, he's going to do. It's like, yeah, Joe, that's called the law. What are you talking about? And then he's, and then he catches himself, and he's like, or he'll just ignore the judicial, you know, what's what's judicially allowed, and he'll just do it anyway. And just because he hasn't done it doesn't mean he won't do it. And just and and he, we they say we can't compare him to Hitler, but just because he isn't, he hasn't done anything that Hitler's done yet. Do you listen to this stuff? I mean, these people have lost their minds. But again, we live in a clown world. And that is embodied also by this story here, where the Miss Universe pageant is now featuring trans men as women. And of course, I don't think this is a new thing, but it's always interesting to me when you look at, I don't watch these pageants. I have no interest in looking at these uh, women parade themselves around like as if anybody cares. But it is fascinating that we live in a clown world to the point where Men are being paraded as women. I mean, this talks about the mouse experiment that I, I brought up the other day, which I think is quite accurate with regard to understanding where we've uh, come to today. It was Calhoun's mouse utopia experiment. We talked about how essentially some of the outcomes that we see in society today were exemplified in the mouse experiment where Calhoun locked these mice into a closed environment where they had all the resources they need to survive food, water, etc. And that society and civilization always collapsed because things started to happen where infanticide and abortion became the norm where they would kill their own young Rampant homosexuality and transgenderism happen within this mouse experiment every time. Pedophilia and exploitation of the young by older members of society happened. Increased violence, collapsing socialization skills, um, obsession with self-grooming behaviors, collapse in fertility, bullying of certain individuals, complete withdrawal from biological reduction as transgenderism, pedophilia, violence, and lunacy took over. And that's exactly what happened in the mouse experiment, and that's exactly what seems to be happening here today with uh, what we're seeing. I mean, you can't make this stuff up where you have the final 20 Miss Universe pageant contestants, including a transgendered man. (laughs) There you go. But I found this other article that I thought was interesting called uh, Transhausen or Tranhausen by proxy. Now, this is a play on the term Munchausen by proxy, which is a description of, you know, a a syndrome or a a disorder where, a mental disorder where a, a parent, usually a mother, will purposefully or intentionally make their child sick so that they can then come in and take care of that child. And it's a, a disorder called Munchausen by proxy, uh, Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is essentially what we're seeing here with this trans fad amongst parents and their children. Parents' personality disorders are driving surge in trans kids, according to psychiatrists. So according to this article, playing a role in the sudden rise of transgender children may be uh, a 
transhousing by proxy, a term coined for narcissistic parents who push so-called gender transitioning on their children. And you've seen the videos online where it's like their their three-year-old son says, you know, picks up a doll and immediately they're like, we need to chemically castrate him and put a dress on him. Like, that's not a child wanting to be a, a woman. That is a mentally ill parent wanting to hurt their child so that they can then feel good about themselves. And I'll read more about this when we come back. So I think it's an interesting article, but uh, we're going to cover that and much more. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and we're continuing on this story. Transhousing, Tranhousing by proxy, how the rise in trans kids is directly linked to parents' personality disorders. So it's a lot of it's driven, too, by this desire to imitate and copy these celebrities who, you know, you have these celebrity children. I, I cannot tell you how many pictures of celebrity children I've seen where it's, you know, this megastar's daughter or son is now, their, is, is now the opposite sex because it's like a trend. It's not even you know, an embracing of an actual desire within these children. It's literally just children want to be trendy. Their parents want to be trendy and they just do what other people are doing. So it's not surprising. I mean, what what was it back in the eighties when all the dudes dressed up like women and they were all very famous, you know, the, the big hair and, and they would wear makeup and get on stage. But now they've taken it a step further where it's like, not only do we want your kids to dress up like women, but then we want to turn your sons into daughters by chemically, you know, castrating them, general, mutilating their genitals. But Munchausen by proxy 
is a mental illness that's uh, sometimes called a medical child abuse or, or a, f a factitious disorder imposed on others is exhibited mostly by women seeking attention by exaggerating or making up an illness of children or others in their care. Tranhausen by proxy has very real effects on society, according to experts. Uh, they go on to say that they're they're basically pitching this in all the new literature and these books, saying that you know c these children are queer and neurodivergent. When in reality, it is fueled by parents and their delusional desperation for acceptance. It's a sad story. It's a sad state of affairs. But how do we get here? Well, I can point to a story that's probably very poignant, right, with regard to this. So blue states now are cutting, or a blue state now has decided to cut, so help me God, from oath requirement following an atheist group's federal lawsuit. Atheists are cheering a decision by New Jersey to drop a requirement that political candidates sign an oath that included the phrase, so help me God, some conservatives, however, expressed outrage over the move, saying Communist Republic of New Jersey kicks out God again, and others are characterizing it similarly. The, requ the requirement was dropped in late October after an unbeliever filed a federal lawsuit against the New Jersey Secretary of State, James Tassone, a 70-year-old Bergen County resident who wants to run for Congress, filed a, the lawsuit in federal court on October 3rd with the help of Freedom From Religion Foundation, which boasted that thanks to a successful legal battle, the state is becoming markedly more inclusive. Well, there you go. We need to be more inclusive of people who hate God. Does that make sense? See how this goes? I mean, if you take this, if you keep following the, the, where this thread leads... It leads to what we, we see, the disintegration of society all around us, right? It leads to all of the, the incredible destruction that we see on a regular basis. It leads there because they continue to, to reject God and they continue to push him out. And if you push God out of our society, which, by the way, I will not ever back down from my stance that this country is a Christian country. It was built and developed on specifically Christian principles and that without Christianity, this country will be destroyed. There will be nothing left. It will fall, it will crumble, and it will be possibly wiped off the face of the earth or reassembled in, in some other way. But it will not survive without Christian principles and Christian leaders. And you can mock me, you can laugh at me, you can chastise me, criticize me, call me names. Don't doesn't bother me because I know what I'm saying is true. I know that what I'm saying is the honest to God truth about this nation that without God, this nation will be destroyed. So that's where we're headed, that's how we get to this satanic lunacy that takes over our streets, you know, crime being rampant across the country. I was talking earlier about all of these examples of different ways that our country is just falling apart. You have Oakland, a district attorney, getting elected uh, 
basically having a laptop stolen out of their vehicle who's been primarily running on the idea of not putting people in prison. How'd that work out? Um, Dallas retail theft up 73% in the first six months of 2023. They're starting to lock things up and you're not even able to get to stuff in Miami. Uh, MMA fighter had to fight for his life after a knife wielding maniac started attacking him in the parking lot of his apartment in Nebraska. Um, a 16-year-old girl slit the throat of her newborn baby and stuffed the dead body into a food dog food bag. In Chicago, it's gotten so bad that even immigrants are fleeing the city because the crime is so rampant there. And of course, in New York City, it's being overwhelmed with so many illegal immigrants that even the liberal mayor, Eric Adams, is considering handing out tents and allowing them to camp in parks and other outdoor spaces, but also is saying we can't take it, and they're, they're, he's advocating for getting rid of the illegal immigrants. So, look, as society deteriorates, you can point to a bunch of different reasons why, but my contention will primarily rest in the fact that when you remove God from the equation, bad things happen. And that's what they keep pushing societally. You know, they keep telling us we need a, a, you know, to, to separate church and state, separate church and state. Well, what happens when you completely ignore the idea of separation and embrace the idea of essential, essentially annihilation, right? Which is what it is. It's not only do they want to separate it, They've already separated. Now they want to get rid of it altogether. They want to get rid of religion. They want to get rid of specifically the religion that points to things like morality as being a precept that is based on a structure that is given to us scripturally within the Ten Commandments and the teachings of Jesus Christ, that those are the tenets that make successful societies that, pro- that are prosperous, that lead to safety and security for all. No, we got to get rid of that. And it's, you know, Luciferian, Aleister Crowley, do what thou wilt. We'll see where that gets you, right? When we come back, we're going to do our God's Grace's Greater segment. We have some scripture we're going to share. Everybody stay tuned for that. We got that coming up and much more. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. 
This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. You guys know at the end of every show, we do our God's Grace is Greater segment where we talk about God's grace and how it is truly greater. Today is no different. We're continuing our scriptural reading of the book of Psalm. We're in Psalm number two, and uh, I want to read this to you, and then we'll talk about it. But it does speak kind of to what I was saying before. You know, when you get rid of God, what happens to a nation, right? And this kind of talks about it, and I think it's it's very uh, poignant one that we can get into here today. And I hope that these words speak to your heart wherever you're at, that you can take with you today to go out into the world with hope and encouragement and a belief and understanding that there is hope in Christ and in God that we can't find anywhere else that truly is what we need to not only make this country great and successful and prosperous again, but in order to have that for ourselves in our lives as we go out into the world and battle against this evil in such a fallen world. So I'm going to read these verses. It's a pretty short one, only 12 verses, Psalm 2, and it's called Coronation of the Sun. It says, "Why Why do the nations rebel and the peoples plot in vain? The king of the earth take the kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers conspire together against the Lord and his anointed one. Let us tear off their chains and free ourselves from their restraints. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord ridicules them. Then he speaks to them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath. I have consecrated my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will declare the Lord's decree, he said. And you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance and the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will shatter them like pottery. So now kings be wise. Receive instruction, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverential awe and rejoice with trembling. Pay homage to the sun, or he will be angry, and you will perish in your rebellion. For his anger may, may ignite at any moment. All those who take refuge in him are happy. Now, obviously, I think that this is <clears throat> something that we can connect to, to today's events, especially the, the story I was talking about in the end there, <clears throat> where you have... A simple question, why do nations rebel and the people plot in vain? Why do the kings of the earth conspire together against God? Why do, why do people think that they can remove God and that their, their punishment will not be swift? 
Well, because they've convinced themselves that either there is no God or that they are their own God or whatever that false idolatry and and false ideology leads them toward believing. But we are wise and we know that the scripture will give us the instruction that we need to make the right choices and serve the Lord, as it says, with reverential awe, with rejoice and trembling. That fear is reverence. Respect for the Lord and his power, which is beyond anything that we can fathom or understand. But rest assured that if you stand in rebellion to God, that you will suffer his wrath. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but at some point, God's judgment comes and it comes for all. But as it says in conclusion that all those who take refuge in him, the Lord, are happy. And that's my message to all of you going out today. Take refuge in the Lord. When the world rises up around you and things start seeming like they're going out of control, the Lord is your refuge. He is your solid rock on which which we stand. And if we put our faith in him, we can be saved and have solace and peace in our hearts. So that's what I'm going to say. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure if you haven't accepted Jesus right now, here's your opportunity. I'm encouraging you. Say a prayer, open your heart, repent of your sin, and accept him as your Lord and Savior. If you have accepted him, go out and remember that we take refuge in the Lord to find happiness. But that's where I'm going to leave it. We'll be back tomorrow with our last show of the week before Thanksgiving. Stay tuned. Great shows coming up next. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jankwit, Jason Walker. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you, Patriots.